Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Um, good morning. Today is Tuesday, January 6th, 5th, 6th. And uh, this is Denise Michaels. I am here with Kim Potter uh, talking about his book. So, anyway, uh, good to have you here, Kim. And thank you so much for your call yesterday. I really appreciate it. No problem. You deserve that. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Mud gray. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That was the inspiration for the call. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. So um, one of the things I was saying to you yesterday in our brief conversation is yeah. the possibility of a chapter about love. And I just wondered if you had yeah. time to think about it. And you were talking about the possibility of, like, a different word or a different terminology or something. Yeah. I want to address something before that, but it goes into that subject. On okay. the prior chapters, there's one, and it's not this one. I think it was number two, the second one you've done, not number two. Um, okay. There's something there that, um, like, it, it's not me. And it, it's about the individual that says he wants to stop drinking, and there's a 12-pack of beer in there. What do you do? Do you take it out? Do you let him drink one, six, and it's like neither? I think I put, like, bullets there. You put what? Bullets, you know, where it's got, like, the little dot to the left, and then there's, like, the different choices. Yeah, I wouldn't. See, that's not me. If that, if that, if none of those are possible um, choices. It's like there's a problem. If the person says they want to stop, so the big question is, why is it there in the first place? I'm not going to do it. I wouldn't recommend anybody to take it away because that is not their action. It needs to be their action. And if you were to throw it away, you're going to stimulate denial from that individual, and it just goes into a, a lot deeper. So the big is the discrepancy. I want to quit drinking, so what are you going to do? Take the beer out, let them do this? Neither. There's a discrepancy. Why is there still beer in the refrigerator? Right, See, so, right. So for me, for anybody who knows me, I said, what? It's like, that's not, Kim wouldn't do that. It's not my okay. job to do anything for anybody. So that's the trick. You lead them there, and it's like, neither. None of those are the answers. So it's sort of like we, a pattern interrupt. Yeah, you, then it's like, <clears throat> none of those. The big question is, if this person says they want to quit, stop, why is there still beer in there's the problem. It's it's before the alcohol gets in the refrigerator. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, so that, I need to kind yeah. of reinforce that point. Yeah. You know? it, and, it's I, like, and I think I did that, but it's like down a few pages, so it might lose something in the yeah. translation. So, yes. Okay, yeah. no problem. Now the other one, the other one is the, um, uh, on the current chapter is the girl. Um, chapter woman, three. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever um, it's going to be, but the third yeah, one I yeah. sent you anyway. Yeah, she's um, she's met somebody, and it, the point is, 
is to recognize, is this the right person before she has a beer? Now, I understand what that means, but it's, it's not what it says. I mean, I would use that, but I'm there to say, well, what does the beer represent? Now, what will happen is women that don't, don't drink beer will go, it will, they won't get it. They're like, well, I drink wine, or I would have a vodka, or a martini, or sweet tea. And you're like, so that's not me. Now, what the beer represents is an addiction. And the addiction is the stimulation to the relationship. The thing is, and it's a good metaphor, but it needs to be explained, is find out about this person before the attraction turns into an addictive level. Do you, you think, do you think it's possible that, yes, the beer represents an addiction, but it also represents saying goodbye to your choices before you've even made them? No, because a beer is not a good representation for a female. That's more of a masculine. Not yeah, all women drink yeah, beer. Right. And if they women drink wine, be- they're going, I don't drink beer. So that's not what, that's, this doesn't reference me. Right, so it'd be more like right. a glass of wine or a martini or whatever. Yeah, but we've got to directly reference that the the addiction that we are relating to is an internal. We've got to twist it somehow internally. Otherwise, okay. they go externally and they go, well, okay, so next relationship, I don't need to drink. And we go, well, you're sort of getting it, but you're not. It's nothing okay. to do with alcohol. It's an okay. addictive to brain chemicals. Right. So the so the addiction isn't to the glass of wine or the martini. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. I don't know whereabouts that comes in the sequence of that chapter, but the store, the grocery store with the brain chemicals. Right. And, of course, you know, the, the liquor section, you know, we, you know, there's a way... I don't know if that was before or afterwards. There may be a way to reference that before you start shopping down the same aisles. Do you want me to reference something about she's shopping down the liquor aisles? Well, yeah. See, I can do that. I can do that with somebody. But I can, I can, you know change directions relative to they get it or not. That is too surface. They're not going to get it unless they know a lot more and they go, yeah, I get it. It's an addiction. But right. you're not talking about the alcohol. You're talking about my addiction to this relationship. Exactly. Right. Now I right. know I've got this, but with a general terminology, we got to be more stringent in identifying what we mean. Okay. So All right. the beer... So the- yeah, so the beer, can, number one, we'll yeah. take out the beer, you know, yeah. we'll substitute yeah. it for something else, and then clarify and reinforce that the addiction is not to the glass of wine or the martini. The addiction yeah. is to the relationship and the emotions and the chemistry and all of that. Yeah, now this references into love. The same attraction we feel from an individual, we may say, I'm attracted to that person. Right. And I say, that is the beginning of the addiction of love. And they go, no, I'm, I'm not in love with that person. I'm just attracted to. Well, what is the qualification, the identity to an addiction? You need more of the same to feel the same. So 
the chemistry that pulls us into an attraction is actually a lower level of the chemistry that we call love. There's no difference, except we start to stimulate more and more and more as the brain structures get connected to that stimulation. So Do you want to attract- talk about how dopamine gets involved in all of that? Uh, no, I, I don't go for specifics because... Dopamine is is more of a generalization. When you talk about Janet and John, that they fight, but they love each other. So that stimulation, chemistry. Another one may be frustration. Another one may be self-worth. And those are all the addictive qualities in combination they call love. And what I typically do is I say, if we start, to analyze somebody's experiences through what they call love, you will find a multitude, a multitude of emotions in there. And you put colors on them. And, you know, fundamentally you get red, blue, and yellow, and I say, and we call all of this love. But when we mix all these chemicals together, and this is how I use it, we come up with a gray tone. And, and really, love would you want it to be gray? Well, no, but does that represent the experiences you've just had? Well, it's not good, so it's gray. Right. Now, when we look for love as an emotion, it's like, I, I don't know if it's there at that level. That's an addictive quality. Now, they go, well, you know, um, what's the word? Um, compassionate love. Or, and I'm like, but, as soon as you use that word, it's going to stimulate the same. Then there needs to be a different terminology if you want to create a different experience because the same word stimulates the same. Well, there's so, like Eros love and there's Agape love and, you know. Well, they're all words. Right. It's all words right. and it's like, you know, we're fooled because <laughs> we, we look in the dictionary and we see this word love, and you look to what it means, and it's like, well, that's what I want. Well, okay, um, uh, what have you got? Not that. Well, you've got to look and identify what your stimulation is before you can stimulate that. Well, can I do it, can I do it um, in a different way? Um, where is it going to come from? It's going to come from you, right? It's an internal stimulation, right? So there is in a different place. We've got to find it in ourselves before we find it in anybody else. So how do you feel about yourself? Well, not good right now, a little insecure. And it's like, well, we've got to identify that because that is part of love. Right. Now, the right. interesting thing is, and I don't know where we put this in, when I put all the symbols out, um, people, there's certain individuals that looked at them, they go, there's something missing. <laughs> I go, what's missing? And they go, love. I go, oh, you think it's missing? And they go, yeah, you need a symbol for love. And I go, um, well, why hasn't this person found that? Oh, because they're angry and they're jealous and I'm going, oh, don't we need to take care of that? You go, well, wouldn't it be easier just to do love? And I go, what's, 
Why haven't they found it? Why haven't they found this desire? And it's because of blockages, handicaps, roadblocks in the way. And it's like, that has nothing to do with it, right? They go, well, I don't want it to be. Well, unfortunately, it is. What if you work through that and work through that? What's underneath that? Well, life would be a lot calmer, and I'm like, ah, now we're getting there. Now we're getting there. Well, the other thing is, is I think you don't have to fix love. You know what I mean? You don't have to fix love. You might need to fix or work through anger or sadness or frustration or anxiety or, you know, the different, different things, but love isn't something that needs to be fixed. Uh, it needs to be created. Yeah, true. true. So, so if it needs to be created, something needs to be fixed. And if we look at what our current um, experiences are, that's love. That's what love has been. So if we use the word fixed, it does need to be fixed. It needs to be re-stimulated. So it, it actually does need to be fixed. Again, we're presuming that it's somewhere we already know, we already experienced. And it's like, well, why aren't we experiencing it now? Well, it's their fault. And this, and they're like, here we go again. It's gone external. Right, right. And, and it, it, it's a big step for somebody to say, okay, okay. I I don't have it. That's a that's a big step. So it's like I I can't because what's keeping us going is the hope, the perception that we'll find it one day. It's just one step away, it's there somewhere. But if we realistically knew that our program doesn't accommodate that, we we've got we've got to have a reason to get that far. Like, okay, okay, I give in. That, this, this doesn't feel very good to me that I'm accepting that at this time my programs are not designed for that experience. Because if I say that, I might as well give up. Well, good idea. Give up that. Stop fighting that. Stop resisting that. Do you think, um, Kim, there's any difference between the genders in terms of, you know, well, it's not not me. You know, I just need to find a different person back in the saddle again. I mean, based on what you said so far, you know, in our conversations, it seems like you're indicating it's fairly equal, you know, but I just, Um, I haven't asked the question directly. um, Yes, that's a good question. It's very equal, but every individual is different within themselves. If we generalize male and females, boy, there's there's the Grand Canyon running down in between them, and and there's a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems in that. Um, men don't understand women, and women don't understand men. I mean, how can we? We we've got to go through their experiences. Right. Right. But within the gender itself, we're all individuals. So we can look at the bigger picture, which is very relevant, 
or we can take responsibility for ourselves. You know, we can focus on the males. It's like, well, the females are different. It's like, well, really the responsibility is to understand ourselves first at a better level. Now, down on the journey, yes, we need to better ourselves at that education. Right. You know, the big the big factor, I think, that women um, are created differently. Um, they give birth. And I think that if a male was to go through pregnancy, I don't think he'd have sex again. <laughs> I, I'm being realistic. No, it, I didn't. It's like, we're, we're, we're not built that way. So right. it, it comes down to that. And that, that sort of thing generally catches our attention. You know, men I say, well, what would you do if you were pregnant and you went through that? And he goes, I'd be horrified. And I said, would you do it again? Probably not. And I'm like, they, they do it. And they want to do more and more. And I'm like, that's crazy, isn't it, to go through that? Right. But we put them through that. Oh, yeah, but we haven't got to, we haven't got to do it. I said, exactly. That's their job. They're different than us. Very different. There was a woman one time, um, a friend of a friend, and uh, um, they were talking to a group of people, sort of small workshop, and they were talking that uh, women are gatherers and men are hunters. And um, it, it was basically all, all women, and she was trying to teach the differences. Um, Ironically, a few weeks later, we bumped into this same person again, and she was talking to another group and said, Kim, Kim, could you come and help me here? And I'm thinking, oh, please don't do this to me. She goes, you know, you got the concept of men are hunters and women are gatherers, right? I said, yeah, fundamentally, I did from a male standpoint. She goes, well, you understand it. And I said, well, not really, because I'm supposed to go hunting and I, I don't understand how buffalo can grow on trees to be gathered I said I'm being, I'm, I'm being realistic how can I understand the concept of a gatherer when I'm a hunter I, I can't possibly I can say the words but I can't have the experiences right and that would be my truth my truth is I'm a hunter so we use the words, we read the books, and from the words we perceive, we understand. Well, that's the start of the illusion. It's a perception. It's not reality. And we can say, I believe it. I can say, you've learned to spell the words. That's about as far as it goes. I'm I'm having several thoughts pop up here. Um, I, yeah, I'm thinking about um, maybe it would be helpful uh, if you think so to talk about who do we need to be and what do we need to fix in ourselves to finally be ready for love or a relationship or is that a dumb goal in the first place? And then the other thing is, is and this is just more of an aside, is your thoughts on all these books like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, which sold millions and millions of copies, you know, yeah. which are trying to help people 
on a very surfacey level, kind of understand the differences between the genders. Yeah, but it's all done externally, and and this Absolutely. may be good, this may be a good reference point. Einstein statement: Words utilized today, written or spoken, have little or nothing to do with behaviorism. I say Mr. Einstein was being political when he said little. I don't think it has anything to do with behaviorism. So we've got to look how we want to educate ourselves. Do we want to educate ourselves with words and the meaning of and be able to explain and understand at that level? Or are we realistically looking to address our own behavior? And that's a big question. What do we really want to do? And, and what, is, what is the goal? And if the goal is to better understand ourselves, I will say at what level? Words or reality? And there's oh, wow. a huge difference. There's a huge sure. difference. And how do we in a book, <laughs> how do we in a book address every individual? As well, one size fits all. Well, we got male and female, so two sizes fit all. And I'm saying, it's still an illusion. Who are you? Have you identified who you are and where you fit in yourself? You go, what do you mean where I fit in myself? It's like, have you ever even addressed that? Where you fit in your life? Well, no. I, I'm looking to address this problem with Jimmy or Mary. And I'm like, here we go. That's not yourself. You go, yes, it is. They affect me. I said, well, how do they affect you? Oh, they do this. Well, how do you respond to that? I don't like it. Why don't you like it? And if the realism was you don't like it, why do you keep doing it? Well, they won't let me stop. Oh, really? They have that much control over you? And you continue? You continue by choice to allow that? Well, uh, there is no answer for that. Now, we're looking at it as like, well, would you like to walk away? Well, it's not as simple as that. No, it's not as simple as that. Because that's not the answer. We walk away, and lo and behold, we stimulate it the same. Well, no, no. That was John. This is Michael. He's different. And so I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about you. Why you allowed that to happen. You may decide to get on your bike and ride away and find somewhere else. And I say, look at your wheels. They're turning around. And they say, yes, that's momentum. And I say, look rather closely or closer. The wheels are coming back to the same position each time. What are you saying? I just said it. They may be going around, but it's coming back to the same place time and time again. Are you really moving? Are you really evolving? Are you doing the same thing? Typically, we do the same thing. Right, right, right. we, We can't relate past experiences as being the same because with current brain stimulation it alerts, enhances 
our senses. It switches them on. It makes everything vibrant. As soon as we attach to a different stimulation, that emotional memory diminishes and switches to the new. So the very vibrant memory we have goes to black and white. And now we're having a very vibrant, colorful stimulation. And colorful doesn't mean pleasurable. How can we compare the two? One's color, one's black and white. They look different, they feel different. They're exactly the same. No, they're not. You just said, one's black and white and one has color. That's different. I say, no, it's not. It's just relative to stimulation, concurrent or historical. Which is it? They're all the same. Now, the senses stimulate us to pay attention. Brown hair, blue eyes. This, that. That's what that remembers. When that diminishes, we just remember the fundamentals. We remember their name. Remember this. It's a very different associated memory. In fact, the association has diminished. And that's why we don't see that we're actually using our brain the same way to stimulate a similar external experience. We focus on the external experience, which puts us into a delusion of what's really going on. It's the brain doing the same thing, the same thing. And we just don't get it. Doing the same thing, expecting a different result, is a sign of insanity, Einstein. No, I think he was frustrated with somebody. And he said, look, if you keep doing that and expect a different result, you've got to be crazy, you've got to be insane. In other words, it's impossible. And if you think that something impossible is possible, now you're, now you're, now you're crazy. Now you're insane. The, the, the statement is not truly understood. It needs to be expanded on. And, you know, the color, the black and white, it is all relevant to that. And that's why we don't get that we're doing the same. One is black and white, now it's color. That is not the same. No, externally it's not, but internally, the way you created, the way you responded, is exactly the same. You've used your program the same way. Now, for somebody to accept this, it, it takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of heartache. Typically, we hit rock bottom. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that doesn't have to be true. It does not have to be that way. We can take responsibility. Well, responsibility is going gonna, gonna to be good, right? It's going to feel good. Well, you, you want to create something different? Yes, I do. It's going to be good, right? Well... It's going to be different. It's going to be a little bit bumpy at first. Because true change stimulates soul or death. And they don't want that. That's not comfortable for those poor cells. But that's what it means. Right. To get to that that point, um, for change to happen, um, realistically, it's a tough 
thing to do. It doesn't come natural. It's a willingness to kill off what was. Yes? No? It's an, a willingness and an understanding of the process. If we understand as much as possible what's going on, why it's been going on, and what we need to do, that gives us tools. And the tools are tools of understanding. And if it's tools of understanding, we start to put a relationship to how we're feeling. So again, it's an internalism that we're starting to understand. And that's what's required. If we don't understand, we don't understand what we're doing, well, let's, let's lose weight. Let's, let's do this. Let's go um, to the health club. We're all going to join, right? And um, we're going to eat health, healthy as well. And what's stimulating that right now? Oh, that's an emotional chemical stimulation. So it's vibrant. We put color into this image that we're trying to create, trying. So we go through and we typically start off at a faster pace than what we possibly can maintain. So we're there, we're rushing because this chemical stimulation is putting vibrance into our experience. Well, the problem is, as soon as it starts to work, we start to feel better for ourselves. We lose a little weight. The chemical stimulation is not required anymore. It's working. It's starting to work. The vibrance starts to drop. The color starts to turn to black and white. We stop. Just as things are starting to work, to go back to do the same thing. Why? I've just explained why. That's what happens. So you never go in with an emotional stimulation. That's it. I've had enough of this. I'm going to do this. Not a good reason. Right. Not a good reason. My partner that I love has told me I need to do this. Not a good reason. That's not a good reason at all. What it is, and I say, no, it's not. But you don't understand. No, you don't understand. Who do you need to do this for? For them. No, no, you don't. You do this for, for my you. kids' wedding, for my class reunion. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. So it's like that's 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 not strong enough. You have to do it for you. Now here's the problem: if you're doing it for you, we go back to the beer drinker. I need to quit. And you really mean that, right? Yes then why is there beer in the refrigerator? We have a discrepancy here. It's very easy to say the words. And we fall into this. And that creates a stimulation. We fall into a stimulation of words, perceiving we mean it. Back to Einstein again. Words utilized today, written or spoken, have little or nothing to do, to do with behaviorism. But what are you saying? I'm saying the words don't work. In fact, there was research done in England and they got two groups of people and they gave them very, very easy tasks to do. And one group were told to talk to everybody about their very easy tasks that they had to accomplish in a certain time. The other group were told not to talk about it. Do not talk about these very simple tasks that we've asked you to, to complete in a set period of time. The shocking thing is, 
The group that did not talk about it were more successful at completing their task than the group that talked about it. Well, there's realism in that. Is if we start to talk about things, we're getting a chemical stimulation, a perception of, and the brain's a little confused. Have we done it or haven't we done it? Or we might have done it. Oh, well, we don't need to have that stimulation anymore. So again, the colorful vibrance of chemical stimulation starts to diminish. And what we said we were going to do turns to black and white. No chemical stimulation, no enhancement, it doesn't get done. And what's more, because now it's black and white, it's not in our focus anymore. We don't even realize that we've failed or succeeded in doing exactly the same what we've been doing all the time, going down the same roads. And we haven't realized that we haven't achieved our goal. We've actually forgot what our goal was. And this is what words do. One of the things I remember you saying in a previous conversation is that an emotional goal is not a good goal. You know, I Uh never want to feel this way again or I want that or something like that. Um, We just just covered all that. Right, right, It's an emotional goal. It's like I don't feel good about myself. I was caught fat. My clothes don't fit. So I'm going to do something about it. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, slow down, slow down. We're typically going to do too much. Is is this, oh, I'm going to go on a diet. Oh, dear, don't do that. Why not? Um, a diet. How long is this diet going to last for? Oh, uh, forever. Then that's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle you're looking for. A diet is a short period of time. I'm going to do this to this time, and then what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to come out of my diet and do what? What are you going to do? Well, you're going to end up doing exactly the same thing. Now, there's a problem with that. What typically is going to happen, the weight you've lost, you're going to gain back and actually go ahead put more weight on. And there's a logic in that. It can be understood. If we got a um, styrofoam cup and we marked it with a C and we got a styrofoam cup and we marked it with an H and then in C we fill it up with cold water from the faucet. In the H, let's not go to hot water. Let's go to boiling hot water out of the kettle. Pour it in the styrofoam cup. Scolding, yes. Hot, hot, hot. Be very careful on picking these styrofoam cups up. Put put this hot and cold into the freezer at the same time. Which freezes first? I would well, presume cold. Well, people would presume that, and you see him hesitating. They're like, he's asking this question. There's a trick in it somewhere. I think the cold... And most people say they're cold. And I say, really? The hot water freezes first. They go, how can that be? I said, well, it's actually a fact. It's actually a fact. And you can do it if you have to believe it. 
The reason being, change from a liquid to a semi-solid, I says a semi-solid, it's not a solid, takes more energy. And the cold water, rightfully so, gets to that point of change quicker than the hot. But with the hot water, with the molecules moving quicker, it's losing temperature quicker, and it has <laughs> momentum, and it drops temperature quicker and goes right through the freezing point quicker than the cold water freezing first. I think and this was mo- an eighth grade eighth grade uh, chemistry experiment. Yeah. Well, we've got mo- we've got momentum there. Right now, right. When we go on a diet, we are restricting ourselves from our historical behavior. And it's like an elastic band. It's only a temporary period of time. Remember, diet. We're stretching it. We're stretching it. We're stretching it. And then we go back to the old. Now we're the hot water. And we got momentum. From cellular memory, we're going to put on more weight quicker. But we have momentum. And we're going to push through the old measuring stick quicker and gain weight above and beyond from where we started. So a temporary solution is not advisable in any situation. So we look at long-term. We look at adapting a new lifestyle. And if we're not prepared to continue, don't even start. Now, that's where most people are. They try to do things. The word try, historical. If you tried to do something, it's recognition you didn't. So don't use that word try. You either do not do anything or you do it. Those are the two choices. And standing still, doing nothing, is okay. It's a benefit within itself. Standing still and doing nothing. We've already covered that. Right. And you see where all of this, it makes sense. Well, what do I do? What do I? It's like right now you do nothing. You need to be still for a period of time to develop, create tools in order to move forwards or backwards or sideways in a different way. Before you can do that, don't even start. Do not try. Learn your tools. Learn about you before the journey commences. If you start too soon, you're back into the same grocery store. Thinking that you've created something new, not realizing you're using your brain the same way. It seems so simple. Yeah. Well, if it's so simple, why is it so hard to create change? I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier this morning when I got up, and I thought, you know, because you know, because you've you've always wanted to like not be external and go deeper and everything, which is what we've, you know, kind of been doing. And I was thinking, what do you think? the average person thinks is involved in change? Is it just get the other person to change? Or, 
um, surfacey stuff, or what do you think most people feel is involved in change? I need to change people's behavior around me. They need to stop doing that. Okay. All right. I mean, there's their focus point. Is if you, I'm okay. You, Everybody else is the problem. <laughs> yeah, basically, because when we ask the question, what does change involve? We're asking a, what they perceive as a sensatory question, meaning that the answer has to come from something they feel, something they see, something they taste, something they smell. And those are all external stimulations. So if we ask them with words, and words are all the stimulation of sensory stimulations, it's really an entrapment. So what do you think needs to change? Well, the answer is me, myself. And that's as far as you can go with terminology, with words. You can't go any further than that because it goes into a non-sensory stimulation which does not involve words. We go down to the abbreviation, that's nonsense. Right. As, and we perceive that's a format of discrediting. N- no, it's not. Far from it. It's who we are. And you want to discredit who you are? Yeah, sure, it's their fault. You see how we've been educated? Right. We do not recognize a non-sensory stimulation which is internal, it is the 10% that's external, and that's what we're talking about, right? Right. No, we're not. No, we're not talking about that. Now, you and me have, have started a journey that has challenged many, many people, many, many people, and how to put this down in words. I think we've already achieved food for thought in several occasions. And food for thought is nonsensatory. So we utilize a sensatory stimulation words. We stimulate an internalism where the person just thinks, feels for a second or a few minutes. There you go. We just did it. And that's all, that's all we're looking for. So instead of them going through this, this 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 word game, reading, 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 what we want to do is trick them every now and again. And we we can say this. You can tell somebody what you want to do, and they can still do it. But then they can relate to it. It's like, oh, that's what they want us to do. Oh, that's very interesting. And that's what I that's what happened there and there and there. Where was that art? And they go back and we reference it. Hey, guess what? It's working. It's starting to work. They're starting to think about themselves. Now, that's our goal. And I don't mind putting it down. But don't put our goal because they think I have multiple personalities. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you were saying uh, uh, yesterday in our conversation. You were working with someone schizophrenic three days. Oh. Oh, my God. That was. Good. I, I I don't know how you do it, Kim. I swear. Oh, oh Did you know I that knew. when you went into it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suspected okay. it, and I, I, I mean, we can't put this down. But the person who started talking to reference, I said, I think this is like, like talking and to I, what? 
the person who initially referenced me, I knew about this person before, and I, I said, you want to work? And I said, no, I don't want to work with them. Why? I said, I've just said why they're schizophrenic. I don't want to. But it came up, and I'm like, oh, my God. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. And within not very long, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I, 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 it was so repetitive. I, I, I worked them through the format of logic to where they said, oh, my God, they, they agreed, they agreed, they agreed, and I put it all together, and then they realized that it was different than what their belief system was, and then they forgot completely of what they just agreed to. Oh, and oh, we, would, we would loop around to this over 50 times, easily over 50 times, and the incredible thing was they weren't realizing, they weren't able to reference what I did before to realize I was going to do the same again. They they just could not, they could not grasp what I was doing. Wow. And wow. It's just repetitive, repetitive. And it's like, so it's going around doing the same. It's like, no, but they're getting more tired. They're getting weaker. So their denial was fracturing each time was fracturing and it wow. just went round and round and round and it's like somebody's going to get tired here and it's not going to be me I mean I've got the easy part here you, you've got to start to wonder what I'm doing I'm just in the flow it takes no effort for me i just got to can, use my brain like I do Go on. can I ask what was the objective of you working with the person to stop them killing themselves oh jeez Oh, but man. not that way. Not that way. They believed they had an illness. Well, I don't believe they did. And they were looking to find people to give that illness credibility. So to validate was, them. Yeah, it's fungal infection. It's what it's all was about, a fungal infection. So they had made themselves ill. And there was no evidence on this fungal infection, blood tests, everything. So... They were on, um, oh, in the living room was like easy 60 different medications in the kitchen. Like all that, and a lot of them were empty bottles. So it was a remnant that holding together, I'm ill, I'm ill, I'm ill. This cannot okay. be put down, by the way, this cannot. Oh, so, of course. Yeah. So you don't believe me? I said, don't believe what? That I'm ill. Oh, yes, I do believe you're ill. But you don't believe it's a fungus. I, I believe you have fungus. Everybody has fungus. But no, I don't believe that. And I, 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 I don't believe all of this. It, it's not possible. So I showed them. It's like all the headaches and that. I showed them a way how to... I, I caught them on the hop. It took me about seven hours. And I got them to a space where they said, oh my God, it's diminishing. I said, just stay there. And they said, is this real? I said, well, I don't know. Is it diminishing? Yes. I said, okay, I want you to switch it back on. They go, but I don't want to. I said, listen to me, switch it back on. And their symptom was they would rub their head. And they started rubbing their head. They looked at me wide-eyed and said, like in shock, it's not working. I said, bingo. I held him there for an hour and 15 minutes. I said, explain that. They said, explain what? 
they'd started to diminish it already because it discredited everything they did every day. Wow. Yeah. But that's an exaggeration. But in realism, it's no different than what you and me do. We we have a belief system. Our belief system is broader than that. Broader. I'm not going to say more flexible, but broader. Our choices are broader. Right. But it's still a, pro- it's still a program. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's like, wow. Amazing. So, yeah, it really, it really is. It just sits home and it's like, wow, this is wow. something else. And I mean, the wife sat in for, oh, 15, 20 hours and saw this. And she was like, just wide-eyed, just could not believe what she was seeing. Huh. You know, yeah. So anyway. Anyway, well, was, I'm glad I'm glad you were there to serve them the best way that you could. I hope you were well paid for it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah, I do what I. I don't do need to know. Paper. I'm just saying. I hope yeah. that you were. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Um, so that was then. This is now. I reiterate, we can't use any of that. Right. Right. You know? When are you leaving for uh, California? Um, tomorrow morning. Are you, okay. Are you driving or flying? I'm flying. I let you know what my plan. I I'm flying into LA. I have a meeting with um, what we're taught. You know, um, Blueprint for Changes right now is brain mechanics and the symbols. The symbols is all the work we're talking about now. But we are meeting to start um, theme stimulation which is the methodology that we're going to put into autism. That's, that happens right. um, Thursday. And then um, Friday, i got meetings Monterey. Saturday, I'm seeing you at 10 o'clock in Oakland. Right, right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking of, um, I can't remember, what's Ajit? Ajit? Um, I haven't Ajit? heard from... I haven't heard from his wife yet, but I'm oh, thinking very. I'm thinking very strongly at swinging through Vegas and meeting oh. up with him or them. You know, he he was open to it, and I said I'd let you know. But I'm thinking of doing that and then swinging back to LA, and I'm going to be I'm flying at midnight Monday. It's it's all possible. So- Right. So your conversation with Ajit, you felt it was a worthwhile conversation? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm I'm concerned a little that he is looking at the typical trap that he's looking at himself. We identified himself, what he does. He, you know, we got a lot done, actually. And But there's, there's a partnership. There's him, him and her. It takes two right. people. But right. They should be doing it as individuals to better themselves because if the relationship works out or doesn't work out, he still needs to better himself to walk away from that and create a different relationship, which he hasn't been able to do. So it's why you either want to work with this relationship or as an individual, you need to create a new program 
that allows a different experience to come in. But with this relationship, you're only one of two. And we really need the two to work in the middle. So you need Terry to be involved. I don't need her. It is what is best because they've got a child. But right. I can see what she's thinking. It's somebody he spoke to. I'm male. He's male. I'm male. She's female. I understand what she's saying. She's thinking, oh, he spoke first. And it's like, that's not how I work. That's not how I work. I work as you as individuals. I don't right. cross-reference. I look for you to better yourself, and I look for you to better yourself. Now, if that means a relationship comes together, great. But it also means that what you really desire, this person's not capable of it. It's not within their potential. You, their growth is going to be different, and it, mean, it may mean that they both go their own way, but differently. Right, right. Yeah, if you if you do swing by Las Vegas and you'll meet him, you'll yeah. see that. I mean, he's a really sweet guy. I'm sure you got that on the phone. But yeah. there's like this constant look on his face like his dog just died. Yeah. He, you he, know? I, I can share this as a professional to a professional. He reruns experiences through his mind. He doesn't let them go. So yeah. he's become addicted to these experiences and he, he can't let go. Well, there's the addiction. There's right. The addiction, right? He, we addend, he goes, I'm addicted. I said, yes. Yeah, so what does the addiction need? He goes, for me to think about it and to have more experiences. I said, bingo, we got it. He goes, that's not good. And I said, yes, it is. Because now we've identified what it is. Now no, we, know what we, we know what we've got to work with. Right. Because we right. can't work with anything else. We've got to work with that. We retrain it. And, and it's, you know, to come down on the phone with something that quick is quick. Most men I've got to be careful with and ease them into you're doing this very easily. But it was like typical first half, her, she. That's what she does. And she does this, and I say, okay, so let's, let's, let's twist this. So the other half is, what do you do? And he's like, oh, my God, that's what I do. <laughs> so so he got some ahas out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I gave yeah. some examples, and he goes, that's exactly what I do. So you, what you see on his face, that's what's going on with him. That's what's it's happening. Him- him running these experiences over and over again. I've never met her before, you know, yeah. but Ernie did tell me that, you know, um, um, he mentioned that he had had the conversation with you and he said, you know, well, it's a lot of money, but I'm really going to think about it. So it sounds like yeah. he's still open to the possibility. Well, you know, what people don't realize is there's a time frame I work with them you know, and, you know, there's a start and there's a finish, but there is no start and finish to realistically where the work starts or when it finishes. You know, the payment period is from a, you know, a period from this to that, but I will often meet with the people before and talk with them for a long time after. Mm -hmm. And, And that's all part of it. 
Well, the other thing you said last week is you said you always, at, you know, once somebody's a client, you also allow them to call you on the phone. Yeah. You know, so without well, so. part of it, or part of it, you know, so there's an expansion of when this starts or when it finishes. So for me to say, well, let me see if I can put six hours, six hours driving and go and meet with these people. And you go, wow, this is what you do? And I said, yes, that's what I do. And, and the, so where we start and where we finish is not what people typically understand. Right. It's, it's, it's a lot more expansive than that. Right, right. Right, so it's addiction to programs, you know. I mean, just just like um, I, you know, obviously I'm not going to put Ajit in there, but but um, it, because it's somebody that I know and I see yeah. the pattern with him. I mean, I don't like know him real well, but you know, because he's Ernie's friend. But I know him enough that when you say that, it's like mm-hmm. that really clicks into place for me. Like he keeps yeah. running those old things over and over again in his yeah. mind, you know. So we would be looking to, you know, he could be ADD, where he's learned to hyper-focus. But no, this doesn't sound like that. This sounds like more of an obsessive-compulsive behavior. So what we're looking for in his family is makeup. Do you do any gambling? Well, only a little bit online. I don't, and it's like, okay. That's got to stop. When he, and he, what else do you do that's a little bit obsessive? Oh, well, my mother was this way. Oh, okay, we're learning more because that's what we're going to work with. We're going to work all the way around why you do this, why you repetitively run things through your mind. And that, that's a gambling brain. There's also an obsessive-compulsive. There's other behaviors. There's also a risk of addiction to pain pills. You can go, what's that connection? Oh, it's always connected. It's always connected. It's always connected. Oh, my goodness. You look for somebody addicted to opiates, I'm typically looking for a gambler or somebody that taught them a dad or somebody. It's, It's almost always there. And, in fact, if somebody's addicted to opiates and they gamble and they're not prepared to stop gambling, I'm not going to even work with them. It's a waste of time. Right. One will stimulate the other. But all of this is between you and me. This can't be <laughs> can't be utilized. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, I think he did say in a more recent conversation. You probably asked him. You know that he does gamble a little bit. But you know what happens here? I didn't ask I mean, him. I didn't ask him. Oh, you didn't? You know, no. I mean, we live in the gambling mecca of the planet, you know. As people yeah. will say, well, you know, I play a little. And they they always downplay it. And then as you get to know them better, you find out, like, they're really into it, you know. Um, and they, The amazing thing is I've worked, um, let me think. I've worked uh, one, two, three, four, five, maybe six times in Vegas. And um, I've only worked with one gambler. And he 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 was banned from a lot of the casinos because he, uh, what they, work numbers? What do they call that? Where he worked, I, he could predict. 
he watched counts oh, cards. Oh, what do they call it? Counting cards, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he counts cards, and he, he's banned from a lot of the um, places. Right. So out of all of that, I'm only aware of one gambler, and he was extreme, and presumably very good. Yeah, yeah. It, that That's... That's just my experience since I've lived here in 13 years as people say, yeah. oh, I do a little bit. And then you find out they're going there two, three times a week, you know. Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, why else would you live in Vegas? You know, it's got to be the highest percentage of people, something to do with that. I mean, you know, it's got to be over 50%. It has to be to engage in some way. So, well... A lot, a lot of people move here for real estate. A lot of people live yeah. here because it's a lower cost of living than places like California. You really? know, for retiree, yeah, for okay. retirees and stuff. Yeah. I oh just, yeah. Uh, I've, I've been. I can honestly say. Let me think very carefully. I've never been in a gambling casino. Never. Never been. You've never been in a casino. No, never bet on horses, never bet on dogs, never bet on a football game. It just, you know, it just defeats me of why. I have no interest in that. I have, I have no interest either. It's um, because it's all numbers, and I'm more of a yeah. words person. And it's yeah. like, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know. The other thing yeah. is I feel like I work hard for my money. That just doesn't feel like fun to me, you know. Well. There's people that know me. They say, you, you should gamble. And I'm like, why? And they go, because you read body language. You might be, a, and I was like, I have no interest. And they go, wouldn't you want to try? And it's like, I have no interest. It just yeah. does not appeal to me. They go, but you could make money. It does not appeal to me. It just, I don't know, just the energy of the place. Oh, wait a minute. I told a lie. I did go to a gambling casino in Washington State, and they wanted oh, well, to go the there. Indian, the, Indian yeah, casinos, yeah, because of the restaurant. And I was with a, a date of mine. We went in there, and it's like, I, I, I can't. They go, what? I said, I can't. The energy, I just cannot. I'm sorry. And uh, we went somewhere Is else. The ding, 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 ding. Did that drive you crazy? Uh, just the energy. It was like yeah. gray and heavy. I just it yeah. was just like I couldn't to, couldn't tolerate it. And that may be, you know, in conjunction with the Aspergers, is I don't like a lot of people around. Um, and that and was there's just, no windows in there. There's no yeah. natural light. You know. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's artificial. The stimulation was of gloom and negativity, and most people lose. Um, like <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to eat food from this place. So Ernie and anyway. I will go to Ernie and I, and we're almost ready yeah. to wrap up here. But I have, yeah. by the way, it seems like we've been just chatting, but I've gotten a lot from the conversation. Well, um, that's what we do, isn't it? We just chat. That should be that should be the natural flow. Right, right. Mm. We will go like maybe a couple months after a casino opens, and just kind of. Yeah walk around and check out the lay of the land. And Ernie yeah. will look at all the, you know, the crystal and the chandeliers and the statues and everything, and he'll yeah. say, this was all built on the money of losers. <laughs> and so it was. And so right. it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But to you reiterate, know. if we could make an adjustment on the the beer in the refrigerator, yeah, no, the no problem. And then no the, problem. you know, you've got it. And we, that is, I mean, if we're putting in three chapters, those those little things there might just make the difference, you know. Right. But I think right. we've got a good chance. I mean, I think within there, um, especially in chapter two and three, one seems to be a very different. But all in all, there is a huge connection from chapter one and two and three. At the moment, okay. the, the missing pieces are not in there, but they're all connected. Good. Good. So good. good. It's, it's starting to work. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. I'm happy. I'm excited about meeting you on Saturday. That's going to be cool. Yeah. As I I wonder if we can pick each other out. And I'll give you a clue. Well, there's only going like... to be there's only going to be about 60 people at this thing. So yeah. I'll give you a clue. No. I don't I don't look like a pirate, and I don't have a parrot on my shoulder. So <laughs> don't. <laughs> All right. All right. No, I think I think we'll find each other right away. Oh, you know, I do. So. I do as well. And it's it's at ten o'clock, right? Uh, yeah. That's yes. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. My when? my my girlfriend and I were staying at the Marriott a couple blocks away. Okay. You know. So I'm probably um, going to I'm probably going to be coming in from San Francisco. Um, when are you flying back to Vegas? Um, Sunday. I'm trying to remember when my flight is. I think it's like five or six o'clock in the in the evening. It flies okay. back. Maybe I, and I'm if if I'm I don't know if I'm going there for sure because I'm going there to talk to one person if they want me to. Is I might we might have availability to go and eat somewhere if if it's open. You know, you're flying in in the evening. Um, I've got to be in L.A. Uh, midnight on Monday. It's a four-hour drive. So I may stay over Sunday night. It all depends on Wednesday and Thursday to if I complete my meetings there to if I've got to spend any more time. So it's all open, but if you'd like to do that, we might get to do it. Right, right. Maybe right. have breakfast the next morning or something. Yes. Figure it yes. out. Yeah, yeah. It, it would, I, if if I don't put it out there as a possibility, things never happen. So all I'm saying uh, is, yeah, hey. yeah. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Right. You you you'll probably meet my friend Stacy. I, I will but, just tell you that she. This is how I'm connected with this event because one of her books was published by this publisher, and it was yeah. the first book on law of attraction for business. Oh. I you've either mentioned that to me before. It came I, out in two thousand or two thousand one and it was called Attracting Perfect Customers. Oh. I've you've either mentioned that term in our conversations <clears throat> or, or I've heard it somewhere. That business connection. Yeah. Right, right. So but but it, but by the way, real quick the law of attraction is exactly what we're talking about in relationships. We're we're actually we're we're geniuses at working with the law of attraction and it all goes down to behaviorism. So when you adjust work with it's the broad spectrum. The profile of your clients change. 
Every, your friends change. Even your neighbors can change. There is a mechanical, like, visibility here that the behaviorism affects. It's amazing. So the law of attraction fundamentally is behaviorism. Yeah. So yeah. it's not something that's not work, that's not there that we can create. It's there already. Now, a lot of it is looking to create something different. I say work with what's working right now. You may not like the, the end results, but it's working. And it's everything. It's illness, friendship, business, relationship. It's all the same category. Right, right, right. Okay, good. Right. Oh, I'm excited to meet you. So, so. W- what do we want to do? So, when do we want to talk again? Well, you know what I was thinking, because I'm going to be out of town, I was thinking like possibly, and I don't have my calendar in front of me, like Thursday or Friday of next week. Well, we could do that. I mean, I don't know, but I'm just, if like we if it comes around and we meet on Monday, do you want to do a one on one like interview that way, or is that not? I mean, is are that you a talking possible? about uh, what's? Let's see. Yesterday was the fifth, so Monday would be what the twelfth. Um, the tenth. Yeah. Okay. Um, you and know then, what? I don't know. I'm. I maybe that. Maybe that's more difficult to do because there's there's body language and all that in it. But I'm just thinking. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of us in in person getting to yes. you know doing our next thing. Okay. All right. Um. Well, I fly out on Friday. I, I'm sorry. I fly out on Sunday at like six o'clock. Five or six o'clock. You fly out where? Um, out of Oakland. Okay, yeah. But what I'm saying is Monday morning, if we meet for breakfast in Vegas. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, if you're going to be here, sure, we could do that. I mean, I don't have the ability to record the call, but I can just take copious notes and, you know, slow you down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have the ability to record it. Oh, if you so, have the ability to record it, then that's cool. So then I could um, I could wait till I get back, put it on my computer, and then email it to you. Right. File. Right. I mean, it right. may work, it may not, but I'd say let's let's leave that open, and if that doesn't materialize, then we go for like you know Thursday or Friday, and right. do it that way. I, I'm right. just, I'm just thinking. You know, no, I'm, a good I, idea. I'm very open to that because I think I think you pick up things a little bit differently when you're in person with with someone. I think you know, I think yeah, I think where we've started to engage is we've learned a lot from each other. We're learning. And and if you know, if if we can improve that, I'm not saying we need to, but if we can enhance that more, it may create more of um a flow of my personality to who I am to understand me more of what I'm saying. Because it I is it. difficult. It is difficult to understand how I present things. I know that. Psychologists find it hard to understand me. Uh, so, and I'm, I'm not kidding. They have a hard time understanding how I approach this. 
Okay. Well, I'm looking at Monday morning the 12th, and if you yeah. turn out to be like you're going to be in town, I'm I'm yeah. open that morning. You okay. Know? Well, let's let's leave that open. Let me talk to Ajit and see what his availability is, because I'd probably be meeting with him Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Then it's like, wow, what a perfect fit. Right. Everything just flows and works out the way it should be. Right. So I'm going to put um, on my calendar, I'm going to put, a, you know, I'm putting your name in there, but I'm putting a question mark, which means yeah. it's not confirmed. And I just yeah. like blocked out from 8 in the morning till 11. So, right. you know, whatever ends up working is what works. We'll do that. Now, I don't know, um, does, does Ernie know our relationship? If you know, I, I I have no problem. I I haven't really divulged that. But if he, he said, you know, if it comes out, well, how do you know Denise? I'll I have no problem him knowing this. You know, he knows the reference came from there, and I I mentioned I said, oh, well, you know, I'm coming through. I'm actually meeting up with Denise in Oakland, so I could come to Vegas. I haven't disclosed what our relationship is, but I have no problem at any right. level. So right. if it comes up, I have no problem with that. None. Well, Ernie is not going to be there in Oakland. Okay. I'm just going with my girlfriend. And yeah. Ernie pretty much knows what I have going on in my business things, but yeah. he's not real involved in it, you know? Yeah. Okay. No problem. He may have, Ernie may have already mentioned to him. So, you know, I'm okay. You know, it's no secret. And anybody asks me, you know, you know, by the book, it's like, I've got somebody helping me. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I have no problem with that. Right, right. Well, and the other thing is, is that if if someone asks you about it, you know, I've got someone helping you with it. Um, I'm always very discreet when I'm, you know, working with a ghostwriting client. If you choose to say something, that's up to you, but I'm not going to say something, you know. And... Any- yeah, anybody that knows me, Denise, knows that I would need assistance on this. So right. for me not to say something, they'd work it out themselves. Right, right. <laughs> the, the, the other thing is if anyone asks you about the, the three chapters, say they've yeah. been through the first edit. They haven't been through the proofreading stage yet, you know, which is where I'm going to make all these changes that you're telling me and as well I as... Am- I'm All aware. That. I am fully a fully aware of that, and I'm I'm you know like you mentioned cockatoos, as instead of parrots you put parents. But I know I know what is it's a loose edit, and it will get run through and run through. So I have no I have no problem okay. with that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, um, I got you on my calendar for Monday with a question mark because we'll see what what's working yeah. out with your calendar, and right. uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you Saturday morning. I do as well. I do as well. Get better. Get healthy. It sounds like you, you, you know your voice. Your voice is a little bit stressed, but um, get healthy. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate right. it. You You take care and have a safe flight. All right. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.